Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, featuring Rob Bro. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, good morning, West Texans. All you good, fine, friendly folks out there who wish you were. you got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. We'll turn morning into afternoon, take you to 1 o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios as you listen in on ESPN 960 in San Angelo. And in Lubbock, talk 103.9 FM News, Money, Sports. You could already be texting in 806-855-3712. It is either or Thursday. We give you some tough choices to make. Life usually not black and white. A lot of times there's a lot of gray, not today. Uh, we'll see where you take us with our uh, two questions today. We've also got Texas Tech Big 12 basketball to look at as uh, everybody just waiting around until Saturday to get back in action in this three-game sprint to the end of the regular season. Uh, waiting on Tech baseball to get back in action tomorrow. Western Illinois coming in. We'll talk about that with our friend David Collier from KMAC 28, Channel 13. He is the director of sports content over there at those two fine television stations. He'll join us later on in the hour. And then, of course, we've got lots of NFL uh, Aaron Rodgers has come out of where he has spent most of his life, in utter darkness and in despair. And uh, we'll see if he saw his own shadow and what that means for the current Green Bay quarterback. A lot of different things going on today. So we want you to be a part of the show, 806-855-3712 on the text line. I know a lot of you have downloaded the uh, app for Talk 103.9. In fact, you got an update, I think, yesterday. So you need to update your app. Make sure the uh, notifications are turned on so you don't miss anything cool, breaking news, and fun stuff at kkm.com. What's that? You say you don't have the app. Well, you need to just go get it today wherever you get your apps, including but not limited to kkm.com. Follow the station at Talk 103.9 on Twitter. Me, I'm just Ryan Hyatt at Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter. We come back in the evenings, usually around 6.30ish with the daily broadcast. Fun, it's interactive, uh, and you can find what we've done in the past by going to the website, theraiderland.com. He's Rob Bro. He, he pulses the people. He is the people. Is the people? Anyhow, king of hat of the day, one-third of the gambling gauchos, and the host of the Rob Bro Show, Monday through Friday, right here on Talk 103.9 FM from 1 to 2. Happy Thursday to you. Happy Thursday. I think I'm of the people, for the people, for the people, with the people. You I, something. I mean, when you see the people, you see Rob Bro. When That's you right. see Rob Bro, you see the people. True. I think it is one and interchangeable. This week, uh, last week seemed to drag on forever. This week seems to be moving at a moderately decent pace. Although, again, with these with the early week basketball games. Thank you, Lady Raiders, by the way. Not just on a thrilling overtime double overtime win. But uh, stretching the week out for us, you know, and giving us something to pay attention to last night. But uh, and I never want to wish away days, Rob. I I truly don't. And when you get older, like me, you really don't want to wish away days. But man, we got a great slate of stuff coming up, starting Friday, both with tech baseball. You've got the high school playoffs. We'll have uh, who will we have on this little radio station? Is that the uh, Lady Plainsman? 
The Lady Plainsmen tomorrow at 4, and then the Estacado Boys at 6. Awesome. And then on Lone Star 99.5, the Monterey Boys at 4.30 tomorrow. I mean, to get all that going on Friday, then obviously critical basketball games will be played on Saturday. I also think if the girls, the Monterey girls win, they'll play again Saturday at noon. Mm -hmm. So we can look forward to that one as well. Yeah. All right, so see, we got stuff going on. We got stuff to get ready for today. However, it's either or Thursday. Which one do you want first, the sports question or the non-sports question? Uh, non-sports. Okay. Give me, if you will, and if you won't, I can't help you. Give me the better decade for music, either the nineteen eighties or the nineteen nineties. I don't know why I got kind of kicking around on that yesterday. I was, you know, punching up different things, and I heard, you know, some pretty cool songs from the early 80s, and then I was punching around on some country music, and then there was some great country music from the 1990s. It just, I don't know. They just kind of plopped in my head. that All, all decades have their signature sounds, and music can be cyclical. But, boy, the 80s and 90s really gave us a ton of stuff all across the spectrum. From the emergence of grunge in the 90s and the impact it had on uh, the rock scene, um, you know, the rise of the Pearl Jams and the Nirvana. Then you had the 80s with you had every combination of latent punk, new wave, the birth of MVP, MVP MTV, uh, uh, some really good rock still going on, I would say, into the, uh, the mid 80s at least, maybe even later than that, depending on how long. It's just two really good, uh, two good decades. For music, and it does make me feel really old uh, some days, Rob. When I walk walk around the corner down here, and one of the uh, radio stations in our radio group up here, up here is dedicated to playing what is now considered classic music from the '80s for my generation. So there you go. Better decade, either uh, the '80s or the '90s for music. Once again, not just one type of music, all encompassing. Yeah. Which one you would go to? Uh, now here we go. On the sports one, we got Lamar Jackson making new—not making news, not making a deal. So that's news. That and are we shocked that there seems to be a stalemate and an impasse between Lamar Jackson and the Ravens? Man, should see that coming Never at all during the year. Coming. No, not at all. Uh, your favorite team, whoever you root for—Cowboys, Kansas City Chiefs, Houston Texans—God love you. Our three Denver Broncos. Yeah, I was fans, about to say the Broncos fans. Out there. All three of you. Your favorite team has to choose from one of these quarterbacks for next season. Either Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott. You're rolling with one of those two quarterbacks, whoever your team is. So for Cowboy fans, obviously, you've already got Dak. Right. Would you go next would you go this coming season with Lamar Jackson over Dak? Um for the Chiefs fans, if you had to have a guy come in and replace Mahomes next year, for a full year, let's say he got uh, suspended from the NFL for drinking too many Coors Lights at the uh, Victory Parade. Who would you go with, Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott? And does it matter which team we're talking about? I think it does. Yeah. Whatever, whoever you're, whatever else, so you've yeah. got to tell us your favorite team in order to justify, or not necessarily justify, but to explain thoroughly why you would make that choice. Yeah. I mm, boy, be tough. Do I am I a Chiefs fan here? Am I a, a Packers fan here? Who am I? I? I watch the Chiefs much more than I watch the Packers anymore. Right. So eight oh six eight five five three seven one two. 
It's 806-855-3712 for you to text in. Better decade for music, either the 80s or the 90s. Uh, give us which one and why. And your favorite team has to play next year with one of these two quarterbacks, either Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott. You tell us which one and why. 806-855-3712. Uh, we, we don't stop there. There's always more. I mean, it's a big show. You know it's a big show because David Collier is going to be on in a few minutes. But with Texas Tech basketball, I thought we'd have a little bit of fun for this. So, obviously, three regular season games to go. They're all monumental in uh, many forms and fashions for their hopes of making the NCAA tournament out of the Big 12. And we've talked about, did you have to win four of five? Is it now three, uh, two of three regular season? Let's expand the crystal ball for Red Raider basketball fans. How many more wins does this team get total for the rest of this year? So, including regular season, Big 12 tournament, and whatever postseason you might think they end up in, hopefully not the NIT, how many more wins are out there for this 16-12 and 12 team? If you think they're going to go 2-1 and one to finish the regular season, you got a couple there, then what do you think they do? If they do that, then you're, if not automatically, then uh, really good chance that you're trending into the NCAA tournament so maybe you're sitting right there at four wins, probably minimum three. Then when you get into the tournament, what what happens? Would you be good once you get away from Big 12 basketball? Do you look at this team and go, if they can just get in the field of 692 in right. the NCAA tournament, they're good for a win or two? I, I don't, and I'm I, I'm not being funny here. This team that might miss the tournament. And they can still absolutely miss the NCAA tournament. Oh, yeah. But if they were to get in, it is not outrageous, depending on matchups, for them to get out of the first weekend. Yeah, what's crazy is this is a Sweet 16 team. <laughs> yeah. Because I think there are legitimately, you know, five of the top Sweet 16 teams are in the Big 12. Yeah. And you've played with them. And beaten two of them. Yeah. And now so, we're talking neutral courts. And you're talking neutral courts and matchups and health and who's on who's hot and who's not yeah. and yeah, there's it, Iowa State looked like a poor basketball team last year for most of Big Twelve play, and then got hot at the end. Got Which beat is, by I've thirty. Heard that's a good time. Got beat by thirty in the Big Twelve tournament and then made the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. It's not insane to, again, all these discussions two weeks ago were insane. Yep. It was pure insanity two weeks ago. Now, if I told you. Are you going to tell me? There was a 5-10 and 10 Big 12 basketball team in Lubbock. And there were seven Big 12 teams ahead of them in the NCAA tournament bracketology. Right. From most bracketologists. But I told you they had two road games and a home game left. One against TCU's not one in conference play in like a thousand years. Uh, we talk about the Lady Raiders, also at five and ten. Right. They are eighth in the Big Twelve. Seven getting in Kansas, a game ahead of them. There's still a legitimate chance after what, what they're like one and nine in their yeah. last ten in Big Twelve play. There's still a legitimate chance the Lady Raiders and the men's team can both be in the postseason. Um, right now, I think the ladies are a lock for the NIT. Absolutely. 
And if they surprise Baylor, I don't think they'll beat Iowa State in Ames. That's a really good team. But if they could beat Baylor and TCU, mm-hmm. stranger things have happened. Absolutely. And they've been playing really, really well five overtimes in the last two games, Golly. so might, their legs might be a little dead this weekend. But Man, cold tubs for everybody, including the coaching staff. I saw that dancing, Coach Gerlich. But uh, I'll say this. The Lady Raiders still in a position, and that was a huge win last night. Texter Monty agrees. Lady Raider basketball last night. Double overtime was a wild one at the end. Yes, it was. 69-68. You know, they went to the when they, when they don't get it in regulation. I thought, oh man, here we go again. And then the way the game ends in double overtime. Yeah, well, how the first overtime ended, yeah. I thought it's over yeah. because it, I thought West Virginia took the momentum away. Yeah, but they didn't. And every now and then you're just do a break. The ball's gonna bounce your way, and the ball bounces their way, and they were able to take advantage of it and get the sixty nine sixty eight double overtime win. Texter says on either or question, 80s for country, 90s for rock. See, they're already parsing it out, doing their own either or Thursday questions. Better decade for music, either 80s or 90s. Another texter says it's 80s for music for sure. And one texter who just doesn't get the whole process says, 70s music mainly, some 80s and 90s. What what the hell? Who said 70s? (laughs) Did you say 70s? I didn't. It's either or Thursday. Over timeout. Better decade for music, either the 80s or the 90s. Your favorite team has to choose from one of these quarterbacks for next year. Who's your favorite team? Which one would you choose from? Either Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott. And then uh, Tech Basketball. How many more wins do you see this team getting? Total. Regular season, postseason, all of that. 806-855-3712. Quick break. It's Ryan I. It's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Eleven twenty-one. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro taking you to one o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios. You listen in San Angelo on ESPN nine hundred and sixty and in Lubbock Talk one hundred three point nine FM News Money Sports. Uh, you can text in eight zero six eight five five three seven one two either or Thursday either Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott. Your favorite team has to choose from one of these quarterbacks for next year. Who would you choose and why? So you got to tell us your team. And then while you're choosing the quarterback, also question of the day, better decade for music, either 80s or 90s, all types of music. Which decade gets the nod? David Collier from KMAC 28 and KLBK Channel 13 will join us later on this hour looking at some tech baseball and basketball. And we are posing the question today. Uh, Tech men's basketball, how many more wins do you see them getting this year? Regular season, postseason, all combined. How many more wins? They're sixteen and twelve right now. What do they end up with when the when the final tally is tallied? We have some breaking news, Rob, out of the world of Texas Tech baseball. Breaking news. And ironically enough, I was just looking at the weather for this weekend because I wanted I, to see when the dirt was going to blow. Can I guess? You may. Time change. Double header tomorrow. Oh. Single game Saturday. Saturday with fifty percent chance of rain for a lot of the day. So they're going to go ahead and take advantage of the nice, if not a little chilly, 57 degrees tomorrow. One o'clock doubleheader tomorrow. There you go. And then you do whatever you can do on Saturday, I suppose, and then you've got Sunday still. Sunday's supposed to be okay. So just announcing that moments, moments ago. 
off the uh, text line where the cool texters are, either or Thursday. Uh, I picked the 90s music mainly because of MTV's TRL. Big fan of that Carson Daly show. So that gets popular when I'm not watching MTV anymore. Right? Right. I was, I knew, I mean, I knew the show existed. Every You knew the show was whatever, but none of, none of that era, you know, for me on MTV at all. The rise of CMT, however. Mm. Uh, Doughboy, our trucker, guns up trucking, shout out. Midlothian headed to Beaumont, uh, coming to West Texas for Monday. Uh, Midland, to be exact. So if you're in the Midland area, let us know. And we'll try to get a guns up trucking uh, lunch or something organized, maybe or an evening, an evening with Doughboy. What do you think people would pay for that, Ron? Oh, it's fifty bucks, endless opportunities. There. Seventy-five bucks it's an priceless, evening really. with Dope Doughboy. Come on out. Texter uh, going with uh, the eighties on the better uh, music, and uh, the uh, win total will be twenty. So that's four more wins if they get to twenty. Texter earlier this morning, I thought of a question for you, but didn't write it down. Do you remember what it was about? <laughs> Yes, African swallows. If another texture going with four wins left, and I hope I hope everybody's understanding this includes the postseason, that it's not just regular season Big Twelve. Well, you might think there is no postseason. I, that, that's what I'm getting to. Yeah. So I need, and I should have been more specific. It's on me as an instructor to teach you properly. It would help when you say Tech will win four more games. They'll do this in the regular season. They'll yeah. do this in the Big 12 tournament. They don't make the NCAA or whatever well, it is. I mean, four wins could be two in the regular season, one in the Big 12 tournament, one in a postseason. Exactly. I mean, that's that's that would be a long shot. I think everything would have to fall right. Mm-hmm. But let's say you, if you lose to Kansas in the regular season, beat TCU and Oklahoma State, and then beat West Virginia in the Big 12 tournament, lose to Kansas in the Big 12 tournament. and Because I think that's how it is in the, the tournament schedule. I don't think you'll be in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I do, I do think, man, I don't know. I don't know. It's right there on the line. <laughs> Yesterday I felt like you were. Today I'm not feeling as generous there. But that's still, you get to eight. Big 12 wins, and I think that's the magic number. Mm-hmm. I would feel much better if you won either three in the regular season or, you know, two in the Big 12 tournament. I mean, if you if you if you go win these next three games in the regular season, yeah, one you're on just a stupid win streak in the Big yeah. 12 this year. Yes, the only team hotter than you right now is Kansas. They've won five straight, and they would have lost to you, and they would have lost to you. So you would have snapped that. So you would have you would have the longest winning streak in the Big 12 at the time. Uh, and I don't think anybody has even approached winning that many games in a row. Five, I think, is the long one right now. I think, yeah. With Kansas. Um, so if you did that, then you would only need, I think, one win one win in the Big 12 tournament. You'd be a lock, I think. Yeah, and, that's, a streak and like that, that gets to nine. But, again, moving parts elsewhere that you cannot control. Right. Are, are going, it will be exactly why, no matter what, you will be squarely on the bubble. I felt really good yesterday because I thought you might get some breaks your way. Mm-hmm. But seeing North Carolina come back against Notre Dame last night, it just, there's so many other teams out there with easier roads right. than whatever's left in the Big 12. And you know the committee's going to be reluctant to leave the defending national, uh, you know. Yeah. They don't, they don't want to 
leave a team like that out. Right. The, the defending semifinalist. Semifinalist, yeah. Uh, Final Four team. You know, they're not going to want to do that. Uh, Texter on the quarterback question, which is, by the way, your favorite team has to choose from one of these quarterbacks. Tell us your favorite team and which one you choose, either Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott. On the quarterback question, just mercifully put me out of my misery. Really? That bad? That's a former MVP and a yeah. former Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Or uh, did he win Rookie of the Year? Did no, actually, that, I don't uh, think he did. I think Zeke got it. I think so. Texture says, even though my favorite music scene was the 90s grunge alternative scene. Were you ever in a scene? You ever been in a scene? You have a scene. I'm sure I have. I don't really know. Yeah. I Maybe the emo scene for a while? Yeah, they're doing that. <laughs> Texture says, I still have to go with the 80s overall. Tough choice. Good question. Thank you. We have a focus group that we intensely run a lot of these things through that we rely on their feedback. We get good feedback, and uh, sometimes the questions make it to air. Texter, do you uh, do you know the airspeed velocity for of that unladen swallow? Yeah, African or European? Not to be African or European. Eight oh six eight five five three seven one two. Better decade for music, either the eighties or the nineties. And we're not saying one particular kind. We're saying overall totality of uh, the music scene. I like that. I might have been a part of several scenes, and I didn't even know it. That's how busy I was. Uh, either Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott, your favorite team has to choose from one of these two quarterbacks this coming season. Who would you choose and why? We're also doing a lot of Texas Tech basketball. Lady Raiders, big double overtime winners last night. And we're asking you this, the men, how many more games do they win this year? Regular season, postseason, you know, Big 12 tournament, postseason after that if they get it. How many more wins do you see for this 16-team win? David Collier going to join us here in just a few minutes. 806-855-3712. Jam up the text line. If it's on your mind, let us know. We'll be happy to visit with you about it. Quick bottom of the hour break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. It's 11.35. you got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. That's still 1 o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios. Then 1 to 2 on Talk 103.9 FM. It's the Rob Bro Show. So if you're listening on ESPN 960 in San Angelo, download that app from KKM.com. You'll keep right on Listening and conversating with the man, 806-855-3712 on the text line. Better decade for music, either the 1980s or the 1990s. All types of music considered here. Your favorite team has to choose from one of these quarterbacks for next season. Tell us your favorite team, because that matters. And then either Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott, who you choose and why. And we're uh, asking you today, Texas Tech at 16-12, and 12, how many more wins are out there for this team? Regular season, Big 12 tournament, and any type of postseason after that. Three, four, five. How many more games do you think the Red Raiders will end up winning in total this year? 806-855-3712. Jam up the text line. We'll get back to your text messages in just a moment. Right now we welcome in the man who directs content of a sporting nature 
at KMAC 28, an ABC television affiliate in Lubbock, Texas, and Channel 13 KLBK, a CBS affiliate. Here's David Collier. Happy Thursday. What's up, gentlemen? How are you all doing? I don't know. I've been thinking about that myself, trying to figure out how I'm doing. I mean, I'm not crawling into a cave for four days, you know, but I mean, right? we're getting there. A Hobbit-style cave is what I've understood, right? Well, those are nice. Good good B&B uh, if you can find them. Uh, 80s or 90s, better decade for music? Well, I mean, I went to high school in the 90s, so I guess i got to go with that. There's, you know, I know grunge is a acquired taste. Yeah. But, uh 80s was very poppy. I'm I'm so easy with music though. As long as I can understand or at least say the lyrics out loud myself without getting in trouble, I'm pretty cool with it. Kind of so. where I am now, I'm just as glad if I don't understand the lyrics. <laughs> May allow me to enjoy the music a little bit better. Yes, that it technically is the case a lot of the time. I think uh, we'll start off a little basketball uh, today for the Lady Raiders. Every now and then, at a certain point. You're going to, a break's going to go your way. The ball will bounce. Yeah. And was so happy for them last night to get that double overtime win. And it would have been real easy a couple of times in that thing. You know, you, you felt like this this could really spin out of control now. They've just, they've run out of gas again. They didn't do it. I mean, how, how important do you think that win is psychologically for this team right now? Wow, it's huge. I mean, like you said, things just hadn't gone their way, particularly the game before. You know, fight and fight and fight, and then you look at the final score, and it looks like they got blown out. They just ran out of gas. I mean, you had four straight losses in a row. You lost, what, seven of the last eight, maybe eight of the last nine. I mean, it was it was the struggle bus. And, you know, it looked like even after they came back from 17 down, 17 down they were running out of gas there and over. I mean, Katie Farrell had the ball, and just it just went out of bounds. Uh, and I, I thought at that point that was the end, and it certainly didn't look good there at the very end. And yeah, they got a bounce. That was a a very friendly bounce. Two people were nice enough to run into each other and yeah. help out the cause. I mean, it reminded me of one of those hail marys into the end zone at the end of a football game, and it you know bounces <laughs> off a dude's helmet and right Bad into time. the waiting arms, and it's touchdown city. Uh, just mm-hmm. knock it down. Uh, if hey, but that, you know, in that situation, that layup's not very easy either. So. Oh no, because she then she has to cut where the people are to get there. I mean, it just it was um, to me as thrilling to finish as uh, you've seen in a while for a lot of these games, and I can give you a lot over the years, and it will rank right up there. It does set up potentially with an opportunity against Baylor and finishing out this year. Much like we've been talking about the men, there's still a path to uh, maybe the NCAA tournament for the Lady Raiders. Yeah, I mean, certainly the way they have played of late is not going to help the cause, but if they can get a couple wins, you mentioned how many wins are left for the uh, men in that intro. I mean, how many are left for the women? They certainly probably need to, you know, finish very strong oh, yeah. to help out their hopes. But I, mean, you th- I but, think they uh, got to get, get the one against Baylor. But, uh, I mean, it's at least it's still – I think if this team can just make the postseason, David, any any form yeah. or fashion, that's the step that's been needing to happen for about five or six years. Oh, yeah. And if they can get – yeah, any postseason. I mean, you, you don't need to be particular at this point. But I think uh, Krista needs that uh, one to send off this group that helped kind of, you know, start the building process. Right. And, you know, too, just to get some of these players that are going to be here next year some kind of experience so they know what they get that taste, right? Yeah. 
Uh, we're visiting with David Collier, KMAC 28, Channel 13, KLBK, Director of Sports Content. Uh, you also now have found yourself, uh, by, you are a man of many hats, not quite like Rob Bro, who literally is a man of many hats, uh, but now a, a co-host of uh, the Dinger Derby podcast with one Keith Patrick. Congratulations on expanding the empire. Thank you. I appreciate it. I don't know that, uh, well, I mean, I know some tech baseball, but that's why I'm just there to throw softballs. I'm a, I guess baseballs would probably be a better song. A little soft toss to, uh, to Keith Patrick. So that that's what I'm there for. I'm just the uh, the pretty face on a uh, videoless podcast. Oh, let's not go that far. There's no need for that. <laughs> have you seen Keith's face? I, mean, I, I have, but I mean, regardless, I mean, we don't have to go that far. I mean, to be fair, we both cover up the majority of our face with beards. So that is probably the. The best bearded combo it is in the podcasting. hairiest podcast. It's the hairiest Texas Tech podcast out there and of many podcasts. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, you have any podcast out there, uh, at least in the uh, eight hundred six area, the most bearded podcast in the area that talks baseball. Nobody else can compete with that. <laughs> oh, it's a qualification. Yeah, that's a lot to put on the old Twitter handle right there. What impressed <laughs> you the most this past weekend about Texas Tech baseball wise? Uh, just that the the youth that uh, kind of everybody had been talking about it and you know kind of showed their stuff pretty early on there. I mean, Gavin Cash. I know he's not youth. I mean, he he was in Austin, but that guy's ridiculous, right? And Gabe Harrelson. Sorry, Gage. I call him Gabe because they Gabe Holt both yeah. from the same location. Uh, they're in Georgia, but that was pretty impressive for a guy just to hop right in and take center field over from Dylan Carter. And, you know, it's going to be kind of hard to take it from him if he's going to be able to get on his base as much as he has. And that's not even talking about some of the pitching. Well, that gets me to the next one. I got asked last night, you know, what, which which of the starters, and particularly the, they were wanting to know between Molina and Blessy, who who I thought, you know, had the better outing, all right, for you, out of the starting pitchers. And we can maybe even throw Girton in there. When you go 80 pitches in relief, that's almost like a start. You know, out of those out of those pitchers over the weekend, what what did you like? What impressed? Uh, I guess for Blessy, just the sheer fact that he was out there and, you know. Yeah. I mean, but he had 10 innings leading up to that, and we knew the whole story of, you know, barely making the roster at times last year. And to go out there and put up numbers like he did or lack of numbers for the other team, I think that's just something to add to it. I mean, we knew that Mason was going to be right. pretty solid, right? We we knew Gurton could do what he could do. And, I mean, granted, he had to come in in a situation where, you know, right off the bat in your first game of the year. And I, I, Look, I, I thought the situation, and maybe you, you can disagree with me, he was going to be the guy that came in if – Kyle Robinson had issues. So it's almost like he knew he was coming in anyway. So I would just right. have to go with Blessy. Uh, making his first start, going out there and did what he did. We kind of expected the other two. So to see Blessy do that the first time around had to be something that the, the Matt Gardner and company were pretty stoked about. And they, they got to trot out a bunch of arms in different situations. And even though Monday – I mean, obviously, Monday was a close game. Uh, I, I hesitate to use high leverage uh, in some of that. I mean, it's week one, you know, it's opening weekend. But still, yeah. you saw some guys pitch, have to pitch and execute pitches. There's my Tim Tadlock uh, quote of the day. They had to execute some pitches where uh, it did matter. That if you walked or gave up a hit, you were going to pay the price for it. And 
I think that's good to be put in that position early on because I don't, and I say this, and Western Illinois is going to come in here and go three or four. Uh, Western Illinois doesn't look like much of a baseball team right now. They're just not hitting it at one and three, and it was Southern Illinois that beat them. So I was at least glad to see that Gonzaga made you compete week one. Yeah, I think that you wanted to see that the first time around because, like you said, I don't know that you're going to see that. You're going to see a lot of a lot of people playing in different places this time around against Western Illinois. Like they won eight games last year, six games. I might yeah. give them too much credit, but yeah, like seeing like Damian Bravo come in as a freshman in a tight situation late in that game on Monday, and I mean three strikeouts to get out of that. And if his nickname's not Delta, it should be. <laughs> right, that's a good call. Yeah, or Johnny. Yeah, Johnny Delta. Delta. Yeah, well, that, that's a, that's well, that, that's your your uh, wheelhouse. Deal. What are what are you technically seen? I think that's a scene. Yeah. What do, what do you mean technically? Millennial? Like, is that what you're asking? Millennial? Or are you a yeah. Like, yeah? Millennial. I turned yeah, thirty four this year, David. Answer. <laughs> wow. What do you mean? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is Illinois I'm the only? Not to make you mad. I'm oh, so I'm scared to make Rob Bro mad. I'm never mad at David Collier. I only get mad at Kyle. <laughs> that's not true. Um, well, that's bad. everybody's mad at Kyle. Yeah, that should be a T-shirt. Everybody hates Kyle. Is that what it is? Is yeah, is Illinois like the only state with eastern, western, northern, northern and, and southern? southern? That's a great question. That's a good call. Well, I bet Oklahoma has all of those yeah, in yeah, some form know. or fashion. Yeah. Yeah, they have a northeastern Oklahoma. They've got NEO. Let's see. Uh, that's in Miami. Yeah. Um, Is there a western Oklahoma? That sounds I familiar. Think there's a, <laughs> is, it, is Panhandle State an Oklahoma school? Um, that might be either your western one. Yeah. So that wouldn't work with the western. That is a great Mich- that's a bar bet. That's a bar bet question right and there. Central. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I might do some research on that. Yeah, we need to find find this out. Um, See if there's an the Eastern Hawaii, Hawaii break Eastern Hawaii Central. There's there's Eastern Eastern is a school in Oklahoma, but it's not called Eastern Oklahoma, I don't think, because that's the team that Pat Knight's Red Raiders absolutely boat raced one year. Yeah. And everybody was excited about the offense, and then I think they then they realized might not have been that good. Then they realized yeah. who they had played. Uh, a couple more minutes here with David Collier uh, directing the uh, content that is of a sporting nature at Channel Twenty Eight, Channel Thirteen. Uh, obviously, uh, every game for the Tech Men, huge coming up uh, TCU this weekend. Uh, I'll ask the question, can, do they get there? Does this team rise from the ashes and, and become an NCAA tournament team? Man, it <laughs> it looks like they – it's so funny a couple weeks ago. We are like, let's just move on to baseball. Right. Um, you know, why not? They win two of these three. You know, you lose in Lawrence – and you win in the Big 12. And, you know, the funny thing about this whole thing is I think that they can get in. And you know why they get in, Ryan Hyatt? Why do they get in, David because, Collier? Because of their name. Yeah. The jersey gets I mean, them in. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying they don't deserve it. I'm just saying they're going to look and go, oh, Texas Tech went on this run at the end of the year. They've got this many wins. They beat how many ranked teams, you know? I mean, they're going to go, oh, well, of course we're going to put Texas Tech in because they've been in the last handful of years. They deserve to be in. Perennial Sweet 16 member, Texas Tech. I mean, you're going to get in on name. So uh, I think the only – Welcome to the club, right? I mean, as as an OU football guy, (laughs) welcome to the club. You get in on name. 
The only problem with that is North Carolina is also on the bubble. So if you're trying to pick one yeah. bubble team, North Carolina has the jersey over Texas yeah. Tech, in my opinion. That, no, I agree with you there. I mean, preseason yeah. number one. They don't want to be wrong with their preseason number one, no. right? Yeah, it's problematic. Yeah, that's a good call. They're, that's they're, why Rob Bro has a podcast. I have multiple, multiple radio, outlets, you know? multiple media outlets in his own radio show, 1 to 2, Monday through Friday, Talk 103.9. Uh, what's coming up there uh, on the KLBK and the KMAC? Uh, we'll get you ready for uh, you know a couple of state teams or regional teams. One of them is going to go to state. Monterey and Cooper hit the road today for Wichita Falls. We talked to both of them. We'll hear from them. What else we got going on? I know we got Big Twelve track coming up tomorrow here in the yeah. Hub City. So Wes Kidley will talk about that. We're going to go talk to Mark Adams here in a little bit. Uh, I think it's in a little bit. Uh, I'm not going, but I'll provide content as I do. Yeah, you'll direct basis. it. You'll direct that content. I'm going to direct it. That's yeah, that's what I do be. here. I direct content. At Call You're on TV on Twitter. Follow him there. If you happen to catch him on television, you've done an amazing thing uh, here lately. Uh, thanks for hopping on. Whether I'm on Saturday at 10.30. Saturday morning. Every Saturday morning at 10.30 I'm on. I'd love to be able to watch. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, some people can't do that. Yeah, love to be I able have to no control that. over that. Yeah, I just take it over to the station and I see the screen. I'm like, mm, yeah, he's on right now. Can't watch him. I might be on every single show, and you don't even know. No, I have no idea. No clue. <laughs> don't even know what Mud looks like anymore. If it wasn't for the beard. 72 charity events he does every week, I'd, I wouldn't know what's going on. <laughs> All right. Drive safely. Right. Tell him we said hey. That's uh, David Collier, everybody. Okay. Do up our final timeout, hour number one here in the Arctic Air Studios. We got you till 1 o'clock today on ESPN 960 San Angelo and in Lubbock. Talk 103.9 FM. When we come back, we'll... Wrap up our number one of two. It's either or Thursday, better decade for music, 80s or 90s. you got to choose from one of these quarterbacks for your favorite team next year, either Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott. And you're telling us, how many more games do the Red Raiders win? Jam up the text line, 806-855-3712. Quick break. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Action update on Talk 1340. Check out VSIN's catalog of original podcasts, daily and weekly programming to keep you in the know when you're on the go. Only at VSIN.com. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Major League Baseball spring training is underway. Teams will begin playing games this Friday. Heading into the season, the defending World Series champion Astros are the favorite to win it again in 2023. They're a plus 650 bet. They're followed by the Yankees, Dodgers, and Mets, who are all plus 800. The Braves and Padres, both plus 1,000. The A's are the longest bet, plus $100,000. Favorites to win this year's NBA title, Boston at plus 325. Phoenix, plus 450. Milwaukee at plus 550 bet. Denver, check in at plus 800. Boston, the favorite to win the Stanley Cup at plus 500. Carolina, plus 700. Get the latest lines and more at vcin.com. Final segment, hour number one of two. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro come to you from the Arctic Air Studios. You listen in on ESPN 960 San Angelo and in Lubbock. Talk 103.9 FM News Money Sports. We thank David Collier for hanging out for a little bit. It's either or Thursday. Tough choices will be made. Your favorite team has to choose one from one of these quarterbacks for next year. Either Lamar Jackson, who's at loggerheads 
You ever been at Loggerheads? I've been at Loggerheads. That'd be a great name for a bear, uh, bar, too, Loggerheads. Yeah. Loggerheads Sports Bar. He's at Loggerheads with the uh, Ravens. Or Dak Prescott, who do you choose and why? Better decade for music, either the 80s or the 90s. And then how many more wins out there for this Red Raider basketball team? Look into your crystal ball again. If you don't have one, get one. Uh, how many total wins will they end up with by the end of uh, regular season, Big 12 tournament, and whatever postseason they end up playing, in your opinion? Texter says, I think Tech will end with 18 wins. That ain't good. If you only, if you only have 18 wins, that's not good. I guess you could go... No, nah, if, you, if you lose first round of the Big 12 tournament, Rob, I don't think you can get in even if you go two and three uh, the rest of the regular season. I don't think I don't think that gets you in. Texture says the music thing would change based off genre, so it's a hard call. Well, yeah, that's why it's the question of the day. Some people just can't, can't make decisions. Uh, and I'm a Cowboys fan. Give me Lamar. Pay him well. Get him some weapons. I think he has a better chance of doing something than Mr. Mr. Prescott. Either of them need better weapons. Yeah. Either of them. And both of them need multiple weapons. Mm-hmm. You talk about Patrick Mahomes and how he, you know, made his receivers better and, yeah. and whatever else, and had his best season with arguably his worst receiving core. Juju Smith Schuster is not a scrub, right? No. You still had Nicole Hardman through the first half of the season. You went and got um Isaiah Pacheco late in the draft. You had Clyde Edwards Elaire. Travis Kelsey is the greatest tight end of all time, or is on his way to be. Right. Uh, top five already. Um, and then you had Sky Moore, who is really fast but a rookie and, and made some mistakes but but helped. You had uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who had some great games with the Packers and kind of put it all together late in the season for the, the Chiefs. And you went and traded for Kadarius Toney. So they at least put an effort into it, right? right. They signed three wide receivers – and then traded for one and drafted one. Five. Yeah. And then drafted another running back. Cowboys got rid of Amari Cooper. And the Ravens traded off uh, Hollywood, Hollywood Brown. Brown. So both of those quarterbacks had less weapons, and both teams didn't try to put a bunch of guys in there. Uh, the Chiefs went and got arguably the second best receiver from the Steelers. And the Cowboys went and got a guy coming off of injury who didn't play the year before from the Steelers. It's almost like we're describing one really well-run organization and two moderately run organizations. And and what's even, I guess, more wild is you're coming off a decade where the Ravens were the Chiefs yeah, and were really well-run for a long time. Texter says they take Lamar Jackson. He's more dynamic player when healthy. And 28 wins, winning it all. They're never going to lose again. Texture, I take Lamar Jackson backing up Patrick Mahomes any day. Dak, no way. Yeah. But if you didn't have Patrick, I guess they'd say, all right, we're rolling with the. Going to roll with Lamar Jackson. Uh, alert, Texture, our debate over uh, directional schools. Panhandle State is in Goodwill, Oklahoma. Another one, uh, Panhandle State, Goodwill, Oklahoma. A lot of people know where Panhandle State is. That tells me that at some point, something wasn't working out well in your life. If you know exactly where that is, things were going well at some point in your life. 806-855-3712. You guys know what we're doing today. We're having a lot of fun. Next hour belongs completely to you, so whatever's on your mind, let's hear from you. Got to use that 806. Don't let it go to the angry man in Florida. He won't respond. 
806-855-3712. Quick break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network. Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. No, make no mistake. It's not revenge he's after. It's a reckoning. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, your West Texas sports voice. Welcome back. Hour number two, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Congrats to us. We've done it again. We've turned morning into afternoon with you fine folks all here in the Arctic Air Studios. You're listening in on ESPN 960 in San Angelo and Lubbock Talk 103.9 FM News Money Sports. I'm just Ryan Hyatt at Ryan Hyatt Media. Follow us there. The show never ends on Twitter. In fact, we come back with another show, the daily broadcast, around 6.30 in the evening so we uh, post the link to that highly interactive online presentation. Check out everything we do at theraiderland.com. He is Rob Bro, host of the Rob Bro Show, coming your way at 1 o'clock right here on Talk 103.9 FM. He's one-third of the gambling gauchos, uh, but he is 100% king of hat of the day and a man who pulses the people. It is either or Thursday. We ask you tough questions on Thursday. Today, no different. Uh, question today, better decade for music, either the 1980s or the 1990s. This is not just one specific, uh, particular kind of music. In total, the whole music scene, as it were, which was a better decade for music, in your opinion, 80s or 90s? Uh, then we ask you this. Your favorite team has to choose from one of these quarterbacks for next season. You either have Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott. Who, who are you taking in that equation? If you're a Chiefs fan, that means no Patrick Mahomes. you got to take Jackson or Prescott. Who would you take? Texans fan, same thing. Cowboys fan, obviously you've already got Prescott. Would you straight up right now just uh, do the deal and say, hey, we'll take Lamar off your hands, Baltimore. You guys seem to can't get anything going here. This is definitely not working out. What would you do? 806-855-3712. Use the 806 or it goes to the angry man in Florida. He will not respond. Much Texas Tech basketball today. We're asking how many more games does Tech win, period, for the whole year? You're at 16. How many more wins are out there? Three regular season games. One road trip to Kansas included. Big 12 tournament. A possibility to play four games. And then we all know it takes four wins to get to Monday night. Or, well, it takes four wins to get to Saturday. Right. Five wins to get to Monday night. And if you get six wins in the tournament, there you go. I'm not uh, all in on the NIT. I don't. I've never watched it. I actually have watched it before, but not very often. I don't really pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. There are 32 teams in the men's NIT, right? Yeah, sure. Right? There's sure. not 64. Sure. No, I can't, can't. No, please. Because I was just looking at the women's NIT. Right. <laughs> there are 64 teams that make that sucker. Oh heavens! 32 automatic qualifiers from the 32 conferences in wow. America. And if the season ended today, uh-huh. Texas Tech Lady Raiders would be an automatic qualifier for the women's NIT. Hmm. And I would assume that means they would get to host. 
Sure. But again, I, it's just an assumption. And I believe you host the first and second round. Yeah. Or you have the ability to. Huh. And certainly the USA would be a spot that I, I'm sure that they would look at to do that. Yeah. I mean, for the Lady Raiders, any any postseason play yeah. is a step, obviously, in the right direction. Yeah, but as that's great like a disdain as I have for the NIT. Yeah, maybe the NIT would be a step, and the NCAA tournament would be a leap. Yeah, in the right direction. A leap in the right direction. Could you qualify it that way? Yeah, I like that. Of course, you already have this recruiting class locked up, but if you make the NCAA tournament, that helps the next two recruiting classes. Yeah, and it certainly helps Coach Gerlich. Oh, absolutely. Who, by the way, is an absolute warrior. Has been for a long time. Uh. It's stressful to play in overtime games. I'm sure it's uh, stressful. It's stressful as a viewer. Uh, your legs are tired. You're you're putting all your emotion into it. But coaching, <laughs> coaching overtime games, and to lose a triple overtime game, right? And to be in a double overtime game where it feels like it's getting away from you, and to be engaged and getting on the officials and still fighting for your team and, and being that, uh, I think engaged is the right word there, is, is, I mean, she's incredible. Yeah. So, late helmet sticker to uh, Coach Gurley as well. You should have seen her dad coach. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> you would I'm completely sure. and 100% yeah. understand. Easy, uh, easy transition there from... Right. from Father to daughter, yeah, absolutely. Apples and trees, and so. oh, yeah. yeah, acorns and apples and all sorts of things. Okay. You would uh, you would look at that and go, oh yeah, that makes sense. But again, they now TCU did win a conference game. I I guess I missed that because they were zero in nineteen mm. at one point. Yeah, going from last year to this year. Um, you you still have them left, and then Iowa State and one more, but a Baylor. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a narrow path. But to the NCAA, yes. To, to the NCAA. But the narrow path leads to greatness. Great things are defined sure. by narrow paths. Yeah. Love to see it happen. Be good for them. Hey, uh, did we even mention what the Texas Tech golf team did this week? My goodness. Hey, I was falling out on the scoreboard yesterday. Yeah. They did not have Ludwig Aberg at the top of the leaderboard yesterday. And then all of a sudden I saw he won. Right. So... Uh, maybe it just hadn't been updated since day one, and he had he went on a tear in the, the second day, but Texas Tech getting third in the tournament and, and Aberg winning it. Yeah, so Aberg ends up going 67-70-70-207, and he edges out William uh, Mao from Pepperdine, who wins the tournament, I believe, as the team. I think they were the team champion. Yeah. Um, but Texas Tech ends up second as a team. Oh, they, they finished second. Yeah, by the time so it's all said and done, they finished second. Okay. They get these scores for the third round. So Pepperdine wins it. Oh, there was a third round. Yeah. Okay. Pepperdine wins it at eight under for the tournament. I don't know what happened. I hadn't heard what happened with the weather yesterday. The weather must have really got windy or something. You didn't see it? No. I it looked I like Lubbock. Okay, yeah, I they didn't see it. They suspended play. Yeah. Balls were rolling down the fairway. Okay, yeah, I didn't see any it highlights was, on it. It was brown. Okay, it makes sense. Yeah, they yeah. suspended play for a couple hours yesterday. Because they go plus six. Pepperdine goes plus four. Yeah. Then you look at, like, Stanford at plus 15, plus Stanford 10, plus was, 12. Yeah. Teams were going plus 23. Baylor, 
there were some numbers put up. Plus 31, Oregon State. That's so where anyhow, I saw it. Baylor Tate finishes second by uh, six strokes yeah. and, and clear of third place Stanford, who was plus five as a team for the tourney. Baylor. Okay, so Stanford. Stanford went was plus second. 15. The third, yeah, because yeah, they were minus. Yeah. So you leapfrogged wow. them in a major way yesterday. Wow. How? And, and let's put this into perspective. So Jack Wall last week goes 74-72 uh-huh. at Riviera after winning the Intercollegiate to qualify for the Genesis Open. He was Texas Tech's listed five-player. Yeah. Five-player. And I don't remember His the guy's name. But loaded. Somebody else was leading through two rounds from Texas Tech, and it wasn't Aberg. Was it Callum? It wasn't Callum Scott either. It was a third guy that I hadn't heard of, um, which tells you the depth on the team. Uh, okay, it was, then it was probably uh, Tyron Sanders yes. after yeah. uh, Snyder's, pardon me, after his 66 on day one, backed up by a 70. Yes, so, that was him. Yeah. This team's really good. Yeah. It was Baylor, though, that put out the video. I'll, I'll try to find yeah. it and send it to you, but I just the guys basically... We're looking at the scores the guys, like that. The guy's basically <laughs> laying by the green in the fetal position. Just like the balls <laughs> fly, balls are flying by, bags are falling oh. over. So they suspended uh, play for a while. But yeah, that's a that was an intense day yesterday. That's why Tech wasn't bothered. Exactly, and they played in it before. Greg Sands is like, eh, we call this Tuesday. Yeah, it's just another day at the Rawls. Eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. You guys jam up the text line here in hour number two. Better decade for music, either the nineteen eighties or the nineteen nineties. Your favorite team has to choose from one of these quarterbacks. For next season, either Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott. Who do you choose and why? So you tell us who your favorite team is. That helps out. And then we go from there. And then for uh, Tech Basketball, how many wins are out there? How many more wins? Regular season, you got three opportunities. A potential for four in the Big 12 tournament. And then obviously uh, the NCAA tournament. If you think they qualify, if you don't, you just kind of give us how you think the season plays out from here. 806-855-3712. Texter earlier did not remember a question that they were going to ask us, Rob, they now remember the question from earlier. With Aaron Rodgers coming out of hibernation to see the shadow of his spokesperson sparked my curiosity. Was there ever a vax mandate at the NCAA level like there was for pro sports? I honestly cannot remember. No, but there were there were different mandates in municipalities, states. If you recall how California handled it, how the Pac-12 uh, was affected, but there was never a mandate, to my knowledge, at the NCAA level. Now, I think it was handled on a school-by-school basis, though. And, Rob, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, if you were traveling around with Tech basketball or whatever, you, you know, you, you had the shot. But I think it was more left up, and, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I think it was more left up to a much more local level. I don't recall the NCAA ever ever saying that this is being mandated by the association. There they were would even, have gone over they would have had to go over a lot of legal jurisdictional hurdles right there. I don't yeah, think they did. I think there were some provisions to say if you're vaxxed, you can come back after this certain amount of days. Yeah. If you're unvaxxed, you have to take off this amount of days. I think that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, some stuff like that maybe. So Protocol, I think, the old protocols? I think everybody was encouraged to yeah. locally just because if you didn't, you were going to cost your team. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I, I think that's how it was went about, but I think there were some... Uh, 
yeah options yeah. i guess by the way i sent you the uh, the oh, Baylor golf post, now, yeah. so you can you can watch that the, during the break the lubbock what is it the greg norman lubbock invitational yeah yesterday? whatever it was uh doughboy checking back in uh he's going with lamar jackson dak is garbage sorry rob i know you're a dak guy are you really a dak guy I'm a. I don't consider you a DAC apologist. I think I consider you a DAC realist. Yeah, he needs help. Yeah, he's a good quarterback, and all he had was CD Lamb this year. I don't care who you are. If you're throwing to CD Lamb, Noah Brown is your number two, and then you get Michael Gallup halfway through the year, coming off an ACL. You're gonna have some issues. Yeah. So. And and then your tight ends are Dalton Schultz, who curls every route available. And your offensive line slowly erodes yeah. as the season goes on. So yeah, I mean, I think I think Dak is better than people think he is right now. I think he had a bad year. Uh, I think he's a prime comeback player of the year opportunist. If they go out and add, I don't know, DeAndre Hopkins. Who wants to get out and, and yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. and CD well, is your like other the guy? And... Are willing to get a lot of those players out? It sounds like they're nuking the thing again. Yes, they are. So might have an opportunity to do it. And they went and hired a guy. Nobody else. The Cardinals are obviously hiring a guy who is a no sum, win win kind of guy. If he's successful, fine. If he's not, it's easy to fire him in a position where you have some draft capital and an upward trajectory for the next guy. Right. So what the Texans, Texans tried to do with tried Cully. tried to do that with Cully. But Cully was so bad that they couldn't get, get any momentum. <laughs> and they did it again with Lovey Smith. And I think he did better than Cully, obviously. But, yeah. They're, they're going to – the Texans next two years could be interesting. Will be. Interest. Well, they will be interesting, but they could be good. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. Got to take the time out. Give you guys a chance to get on that text line. All right, Red Raider basketball fans, how many more wins does this team get? They're sitting at sixteen now for the entire season. What will they end up as far as the win total? Uh, also, question of the day: either a Thursday, better decade for music, either the '80s or the '90s, and then your favorite team has to choose from one of these quarterbacks for next year this coming season, I should probably say, either Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott. Who do you choose and why? 806-855-3712 to get into the conversation. If we're not talking about something you're passionate about, drop us a line. It is a quick timeout. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Twelve twenty-two. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro coming to you from the Arctic Air Studios on ESPN nine hundred and sixty in San Angelo and in Lubbock. Talk one hundred three point nine FM News Money Sports. Rob Bro Show rolls your way from one to two on Talk one hundred three point nine. If you're outside the area, go to kkm.com. Download that app. Get ready to listen. Uh, your favorite team has to choose from one of these quarterbacks this coming season: either Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott. Who's your team, and which one would you choose? Uh, and then uh, the other either-or question, better decade for music, either the 1980s or the 1990s. Not just one genre, 
but all types of music. Which decade was better overall musically? Uh, we're finding out how many more wins you think Texas Tech can get, not just regular season, but include the postseason. And what? How many more out there? You're sitting at 16 and 12 right now, five and 10 in the Big 12, obviously. Uh, anything that's on your mind, we do want to hear from you. 806-855-3712. Text earlier, I apologize. I think I kind of missed this one. Uh, said as a Commanders fan, are they the? They are the Commanders, plural, right? Yes, they are multiple Commanders, yeah. not just like the single. Yeah. Okay. As it, because it says as a Commander fan, uh, I have no idea what the correct answer is on those two quarterbacks. Can I rotate them every other game for six games and decide then? If I was a Commander, yeah, I would go Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Also wants to know any scenario: mm-hmm. Oregon State or Washington State get an invite? Well, I would. I would probably have to go to what, you know. But if we were talking an invite into the Big 12 conference, the answer would be uh, almost zero. Almost no chance. Yeah, my answer to that is I hope not. It would be disappointing if they did. There are scenarios that exist, but I would feel like those are bad scenarios for the Big 12. Agreed. Texture, uh, I think, hope, Tech will go 2-1 and one in the final three, most likely playing West Virginia in the Big 12 tournament. Hopefully win that match, lose to KU. Will that be enough? Well, it depends on what enough is. If you're saying, will that be enough to get into the NCAA tournament? You're going to be on the bubble. You're going to be on the bubble right there. Yeah. yeah but that's okay because you weren't sniffing the bubble. Remember, two weeks ago, now that you, you've got a chance to play to the bubble, and that's, that's where all the legitimate sites have this. Best case scenario, you're playing to the bubble. Now, there are uh, scenarios where you could play your way in for sure. Go 3-0, and uh, win two games uh, in the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, I think you'd be there. But you are going to be, if, if that scenario plays out, which that's, that, that is maybe the most likely, if not yeah. whatever, scenario, if you're looking at making the tournament, it's probably 2-1 and one and 1-1. One and one. That's probably the most likely thing that happens. You're going to be so close. You talk about the UNC problem. Uh, there will be a myriad of uh, upsets. I mean, if you get to that point, all you Texas Tech fans, you must root for chalk. You cannot be a part of the, yeah. we want madness and we want upsets in these conference tournaments. No, you do not. And in the Big 12 regular season, you kind of want it to finish chalk. Uh-huh. Because if, if Oklahoma State gets a couple upsets and... TCU finishes, let's say, 3-0 and 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 rattles the top of the Big 12, all of a sudden those middle-tier teams put some space in between you and your, yeah. you just fall a little bit more behind. Like West Virginia, you need them to lose out. Yeah. Oklahoma, you'd rather them to uh, maybe win one just because you don't want them to fall we past 75. Yeah, you but, can't fall them out of, get them out of the quad. But I think there's some, some benefit to chalk here. And I'm a generally a chaos guy. Yeah, but you can't be one if you're a Tech fan this go-around. Texter, is Dak a good quarterback, Rob? I feel like he's had some good teams and still did not take us to the promised land. He's had his chances. I just don't think he's that good. He's smart for sure. But talent-wise, he's just not that guy. There's only one team with Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And I think when people say good in this respect... They mean great. Dak's not elite. There's only two elite quarterbacks right now. Yeah. Three. 
you can't have eight elite quarterbacks out of 32. That ruins the word elite. By definition. So is Dak Patrick Mahomes? No. Did I ever say he was? No. He's average to at some points above average. And he had a bad year with a bad weapons unit and a poor offensive line for the middle part of the season. By the way, since Dak Prescott has been in the league eight years. Golly, he's been four, in the league eight years, hasn't he? Four quarterbacks have won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So it's not like a quarter a new quarterback is winning every year. There are two quarterbacks who've won five of them with Tom Brady and Mahomes. Patrick. And then Matt Stafford got one. Legendary Matt Stafford. Because Matt Stafford had Odell, Cooper Cup, a solid tight end, a couple of running backs, uh Robert Woods. Like they they had weapons and a good offensive line. And an incredible defense. An incredible yes. defense. So I mean, is Matt Stafford great because he won a Super Bowl? Yes. Okay. Hall of Famer, Matt yeah. Stafford. I mean, is Brad Johnson great because he won a Super Bowl? Is Trent Dilfer great because he won a Super Bowl? I think Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. I've not answered with if I'd rather have Lamar or Dak. I would probably lean Dak. Well, I would say with that Texter's metric, too, then if he's not good, Dak's not good, right? Then that means the guy you had for almost a decade before him was really not good. Yeah. The Tony Romo was really bad. Yeah. Texter, give me Lamar Jackson. He's a great follower. Follow, follower, follow on Twitter. When Apple released their woke emojis, Lamar tweeted in reference to one of them, why the buddy pregnant? I didn't know that, but that's funny. Uh, Dak gets the nomination from one Texter. 22 total wins. So that'd be six more wins out there. That'd be that'd be all right. And on the music, 80s, from what I can remember. Probably one of my friends there. 806-855-3712. Bottom of the hour timeout. Tell us how many more wins Texas Tech accrues on the men's basketball side. Your favorite team has to choose from one of these quarterbacks for next year, next season. Either Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott. And then better decade for music. Either the 80s or the 90s. What you got? It's a quick break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Twelve thirty-five. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Got you till one o'clock in the Arctic Air Studios on Talk One Hundred Three Point Nine FM News, Money Sports in Lubbock, ESPN Nine Hundred and Sixty in San Angelo. Don't forget the Rob Bro Show Monday through Friday right here on Talk One Hundred Three Nine, one to two every day. So uh, get the app if you're outside the area. You can text in both programs, same text line eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. That's eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. Uh, we got Texas Tech men's basketball. We're looking at how many more wins do you think Texas Tech gets this year? 
They're at 16 right now. you got three regular season, whatever you do in the Big 12, and then if you think they make the postseason, what would they do there? How many more wins do they get? And either or Thursday, tough questions always ask on either or Thursday, your uh, favorite team has to choose from one of these quarterbacks for next season, this upcoming year, either Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott. Tell us the team and then tell us who you would choose and why. And then finally, better decade for music, either the 1980s or the 1990s, all styles included. It's just the totality of the 10-year period. 806-855-3712. The textures are on the text line, which is where the cool textures are. Texture wants to know, uh, does 3-1 and one get you in the big dance if those three wins are the next three conference games, including Kansas? No Big 12 tourney win in that scenario. Hey. Hey. I'd say you were razor thin on the edge if that was the case. If you if you go 3-0 and the rest of the way, but you lose out day one Wednesday in the Big 12 tournament, the, the, the committee looks for reasons to keep people out yeah. as much as they do to put people in. I think you would really be in jeopardy there of absolute bid stealing going on. That that would open it up for... If you were on the uh, if you're on the old S curve, and you're in a uh, you're living in a neighborhood with a bunch of other bubble teams, then all they have to do is say, yeah, even though North Carolina struggled a little bit, hey, those you know those two wins in the ACC tournament there in Greensboro that really made that really helped make a difference for us to say they're playing some of their best basketball. Blah blah blah. You get the idea. Also, potentially, you'd be the seventh seed in the Big Twelve tournament. And that would be another loss to Oklahoma. Right, and that would be bad. So That's the worst loss you can get in the Big yeah. 12 right now is to Oklahoma. But, uh, I, but I feel like, because if Oklahoma State, you're a game behind them. Mm-hmm. Or two. You might be two games behind them. You are two behind Oklahoma State okay, right now. So. They're at 7-8. and eight. You're at 5-10 and ten with uh, West Virginia at 5-10. and ten. So if they went 1-2 and two and you went 3-0... and oh, and you jumped them and somehow were the seventh seed in the Big 12. See, I just, even if you're an eight seed and you beat West Virginia or lose to West Virginia, I don't, I don't know. I think you would be in uh, in a little bit of peril if that was the scenario that played out. I wouldn't, let's put it this way, you'd be sweating all day Sunday till the selection show. Texter on the text line, 806-855-3712. I choose Dak. That was a very popular T-shirt back in the 1980s. Like uh, Rob said, he had a bad year, but in a in his bad year, he got as close to the conference championship. You can't give me credit for that. I mean, he obviously didn't have anything to do with that. You know? Right. He didn't get any credit for that. Texter, uh, I don't feel either one is that big uh, game winner. If both teams are equal all the way across the board, I don't, uh, I don't get either one has a killer heart to be that winner that either one is paid to be. Rather gamble on a draft. So th- now they just refuse to answer the question. I was like, you know, the thing where you open up your text message yeah. and then just hit the middle button a bunch. <laughs> yeah, I know it was like odd predictive text or something there. Yeah. I, I think they're both competitors. Part of the they're okay, both competitors, me, okay, but part of neither Dak's, have one big. Part of Dak's problem is he'll make mistakes trying to force something because he's yeah. trying too hard. Right. I.e. the interception in the in the playoff, playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. 
Hmm. Yeah. Goodness. I mean, yeah, well. I get the DAC frustration. You know, the frustration with DAC is the frustration with the organization. Yeah. The frustration with Tony Romo was the frustration with the organization. That they they carry that. If you yeah. were if we were doing this show there in Maryland, if we were doing this in Baltimore or Washington D.C. or whatever, the frustration with um, with Lamar Jackson would be. Yeah. Remember, this is a guy who was still drafted in the first round late, and that they can't. You know, they couldn't get beyond certain games, and I, and I still I look at Greg Roman. Yeah. And never. Never really thought – we talk about big-game players. I never thought of him as a big-game coordinator. Dak would have played in the Ravens' playoff game. Yes, he would. He was a competitor. Lamar Jackson had already made his mind up. He's getting out of there. Yep. He was gone. He wasn't going to play. Texter, China Grove, one of the best in the 1970s. I think we used that on a bump music. It would just came back Yeah, that's it. what we're coming back with. but thought that's what I heard. I didn't know if that was – yeah, that was the bump. Sometimes I get confused. For those who don't know inside baseball, during the breaks, uh, I don't. Uh, Rob can, but choosing um, – either way, we're hearing a music feed as opposed to the commercial breaks that you hear. So I get um, I get a lot of songs in a loop stuck in my head that in the middle of the night I'm going, oh, well, that's what we play during the break. No wonder it's there. 806-855-3712. Better decade for music on either or Thursday, either the 1980s or the 1990s. It's all the way across the board, all different styles of music. Uh, your favorite team has to choose from one of these quarterbacks for this upcoming season, either Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott. Then Tech Basketball, we're asking you today, how many more wins do you see this team recording? Regular season, postseason, all of that. All the way through the Big 12 tournament and on into if you – well, I mean, at this point, I think we're pretty certain this this team will get an NIT bid. I mean, I, what would you have to do to not get one now? Go 0-3 uh, and, and to finish the regular season on 0-3 skid, and that would, would move you down where you might not get the NIT bid. Sitting at 16-12, and that would be 16-15. and 15. You'd be uh, – if you lost uh, the well, first I think round the, of the tournament, I, they're going to get an NIT bid for sure, I think. Well – if you go 0-3 and lose in the first round of the, in the Big 12 tournament, at that point it might be interesting to see if you get in the NIT because you will have a winning record, but you won't be the... No, you'd be 500. You're 16-12 and 12 right now. Oh, a loss in the... Yeah, you'd be 500. So you'd be 500. Well, you wouldn't be below 500. Right. There's the semantics for you. There you go. But... Um, There's some language in how to get in the NIT that says you used to be had to be above 500, but now you have to be the best team that doesn't get in the NCAA tournament from your league. From your league, so I, I also think you wouldn't be like if West Virginia misses the tournament, they'd be right in front of you. Yeah, Oklahoma State would still obviously be in front of you at that. Well, point. but they would be in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I keep forgetting because so, you're you're a seven bid league. Yeah, potentially if West Virginia sneaks in. Then even losing out as the ninth seed in the Big Twelve, you would be the best team in yeah. the conference that's not in the NCAA tournament, and then it'd be an automatic be bid. Yeah. yeah, it's it's all right. Long story short, it'd be really hard not to get in the NIT right now. It would be really hard. And again, if not everything goes chalk, if everything goes chalk and you do lose all three, because you you're you're not going to be well. What's that TC line going to be? 
Mm. I was going to say you're not going to be favored. You'll probably be favored against Oklahoma State. You'll, you think you'll be favored? You'll be favored against TCU. By one? One or two? One, one, one and a half right in through there. One and a half, two. See what they hang up. I, you're going to be favored. Just the nature of Big 12 home teams. You know, that's that's what uh, we've seen. And then, I mean, you were favored on the road at, at Oklahoma. Yeah, I think you'll be favored against TCU. One yes, you are a 54% chance to win in Lubbock against TCU, according to the ESPN analytics. So, yeah, one, point, one, and a half. one point line, one and a half. Maybe they give you some juice for the USA and give you two, two and a half. A little bit of that because it will be hopping now that uh, the team's on a roll. You're going to have some. Uh, you're going to have some bodies out there. So yeah, I'll, I'll make it one and a half to two, and see what we get uh, when we when we get to that point. Even even bigger probability for the Oklahoma State game. Sixty point seven. You want to venture a guess on Kansas? Uh, Kansas with a fifty eight percent probability to win that game. I don't know. That's the first number that came to my mind. I, I was going to guess. I would go over on that. Yeah. It is uh, 86.6%. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, And that'll be a, an eight-point line in Lawrence. Seven and a half, eight. Yeah. Texter texting this to us, Rob. It's the fourth quarter. There's two minutes left down by four. You need a touchdown to win. Who are you wanting to lead that drive, Dak or Lamar? They also go on to say Tech Mountain, so large to climb it would be awesome to see them do it, but I'm having trouble trying to have them uh, uh, winning against TCU in Kansas, but I'll believe it when I see it. You don't got to beat Kansas. You beat TCU. You if you beat TCU, don't worry about Kansas. Just go up there and play a good basketball game. Right. Come back, it's all on the line either way against Oklahoma State. You don't have to. The win, I can't tell you why, more times that must win against Oklahoma. More or less took Kansas not completely off the equation. Right. Because TCU still matters greatly, but it puts you in a position where you wouldn't have to worry about Kansas. If you'd lost to uh, Oklahoma, Kansas was a must win. Right. Now it may not may not be in that scenario. Uh, who, who's getting the drive? Fourth quarter, two minutes left down four. Need a touchdown to win. Who are you wanting to lead that drive? Dak or Lamar? What, what, uh, what team? I got to know what team, what what what's right. what am I surrounded with? I'd still probably go Dak. Who are we playing? Do you have Mark Andrews? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Texter. Hi, at first time uh, listener, long time Texter. It's the '80s, and it's not even close. The '90s gave us beatings like Green Day and Fastball. I don't even know that one. The only relevant music in the '90s is Pearl Jam. The '80s had many crossovers of genres from the 70s, morphed into hard rock, hip-hop, great alt music. It gave us Journey, rocking out to Private Eyes by Hall & Oates, Steph Le- Leopard, Run DMC, Flock of Seagulls, the Bengals, not the NFL team, hits from the 80s, country great artists, U2 at Red Rocks, Guns N' Roses, Whitney Houston, Bon Jovi, and the list goes on. That's Randy and Gunbarrel City. A passionate, passionate case for the 80s. The 80s did have probably one of the... One of the I don't know how we'd rank it. One of the top five maybe impactful things on in, on the world of music and certainly on the world of American popular music. And that was the birth of MTV in 1981. That, that radically changed media consumption. It totally altered pop music top 40 list 
and uh, begin to fragment down over the years. But if you go back, yeah. it's really fun. I love catching, like, you know, they'll replay the old Casey Kasem Top 40 Countdowns and stuff, and it'll be like 1979. And, I mean, there's everything from Kenny Rogers to Led Zeppelin or whatever, you know, Pink Floyd, and then it's, uh, you know, some whatever. Yeah. There was so much more crossover. That became, by about 1984, it was pretty much dominated by the MTV artist of that era. Two points to uh, Randy there. Obviously, there was no bad music in the 80s. As he alluded to in the nineties, mm-hmm. right? No, no uh, failures there in the eighties with the electro pop. Uh, and fastball, by the way, has at least one banger. <laughs> the way I do not know that band. I'm not being. Funny. You would know the song. Well, would I recognize yeah. it? Okay, I'll, I'll try to. If we have it in the system, I'll play it in the next break. All right, makes sense. All right, you guys get in. You still got uh, one segment with me. Then it's the Rob Bro Show coming up from one to two. So jam up the text line. Either or Thursday, better decade for music, either the 1980s or the 1980s. And then your favorite team, you got to tell us what the team is, has to choose from one of these quarterbacks for this upcoming season, either Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott. Who are you going to choose and why? Take men's basketball in your mind. We want to hear from you on that. Whatever else you got today, hand it over. Let's see those text messages. 806-855-3712. It's a quick break. We're going to finish up strong. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Final segment of the day, either or Thursday. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Got you till 1 o'clock in the Arctic Air Studios, ESPN 960 San Angelo and in Lubbock. Talk 103.9 FM News, Money, Sports. Better decade for music, either the 1980s or the 1990s. Also, your favorite team has to choose from one of these two quarterbacks for the upcoming season, either Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott. Who are you going to take? And then, of course, we got Texas Tech basketball in everybody's minds and whatever else is going on. Got you till one, then it is the Ron Bro Show, and it's my favorite day. I think it's Power Ranking Thursday. Get ready to power rank. There will be power ranking going on. 806-855-3712. A question posed by a texter, Rob. If you were told Texas Tech, TCU, Kansas State, and Oklahoma State, Kansas and maybe uh, KU, I'm going to assume it's Kansas State and maybe KU, they say, we're going to the Pac-12 and getting $20 million more per year each TV revenue, are you in? The easy answer for me is absolutely 100% hell no. I mean, it's so farcical, I don't even want to... Right. Like, I mean, it's, it's not worthy of discussion, one. Two, even if it were, which it's not, I do not want to be associated with those schools. They have proven that they are not serious actors in major college sports going forward, and you do not want to be linked to those institutions in any form or fashion that way. I don't mind linking myself with a lot of those schools if they're not in charge. But going over there, you would be at their mercy. 
mm-hmm. and that is not what you want to be. No, you got a better deal right now. And as far and I'll I'll say this: the twenty million doesn't and, matter. And again, do fans get a percentage of the TV money <laughs> that care about that? Is that guy getting commission? Do Big Ten fans get commission on telling people that they make more money? Because at a certain point, especially in Lubbock at Texas Tech, you're building a $100 million facility and a $100 million south end zone, and 87 of it is already in. Mm-hmm. And there's all kind. You just paid. You're paying a coordinator. Yeah, you're paying a coordinator a million dollars, and the other one's right behind him. You just gave raises to the whole staff. Your recruiting Joey budget McGuire. has exploded. Like, you have money. Your boosters have money. Mm-hmm. And the difference between getting 45 from the conference and 65 from the conference is not as big as people think. And again, if it was Vanderbilt and Kentucky and Missouri... And Arkansas. I don't know, Florida would have yeah. been better over the last decade. But they haven't. You have to recruit well. Yeah. You have to coach well. You have to get well, the staff in on, place. That's not being fair. Look at what it's done for Rutgers going into the Big Ten. Oh, and Maryland has exploded with success. Yes. Northwestern, every year because they make more money than you, are better than you. I mean, Indiana football, look at it. Look at all that money. Sitting there in Bloomington. Yeah. I mean, Bill Gates is the best human in America, right? Because he has more money than everyone else? Yeah. Does he still have more money than everybody? I don't know. I don't know. He's got more money than me. Well, yeah, He's right. a better person than me, right? He ain't working in radio, that's for sure. So, yeah, I, I one, reject the premise. And then, uh, two, even if it were, no, you would not want to do that. Uh, 806-855-3712 uh, for you to... Uh, Text in today in the waning moments of the program before the Rob Bro Show uh, gets going. Then just start. You can start texting Rob right now. The Bro the Bro Show is rolling right now, in my opinion, because it's Power Ranking Thursday. Uh, before we get out, can I do a real quick public service announcement, Rob? I would love for you to be careful on your uh, on your Facebook pages. If you do happen to click on what looks like you know a cute dog story or a sad dog story, do it one time, and you know what you're only going to get. Cute, sad dog stories. Cute, sad dog. I can hardly function today. I've seen them rescued out of garbage pits, rivers. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna. If you ever get in my like truck the, and cry for the next thirty minutes. If you ever get like the military dad coming home, oh, threads. Yeah. And then, and then it's the algorithm, and then you're just seeing oh. them all day. At the, I mean, they're great, but I'm in the uh, I'm in the sad dog algorithm. Yeah, it's allergies. And then I go watch the whole thing and make sure it lives and you know gets happy, and it it, it always does. And the hair grows back and everything. Painted the dog blue. What's gonna happen? Power Inc. Thursday. Rob Bro Show at Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter. See you guys around 6.30-ish. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. 
Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.